Since 1987, the South Dakota Community Foundation has been bringing philanthropy to life for a stronger South Dakota by connecting generous people and charitable nonprofits in our state. This podcast features inspiring stories from donor, community, advisor, and nonprofit partners invested in creating an improved South Dakota for generations to come. Hi, I'm Beth Massa, the Director of Foundation Relations at the South Dakota Community Foundation. In this episode, I sit down with Kurt Soleil, a partner at Nooney and Soleil in Rapid City, as he talks about working with his clients to achieve their charitable goals through lifetime giving and estate planning. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, Kurt. Thanks for taking time to share a few of your feelings about estate planning and the benefits of working with the South Dakota Community Foundation and having that charitable conversation with your clients. Why don't we start by having you tell a little bit about yourself and your background? Okay, thank you, Beth. And um, uh, my name is Kurt Soleil. I'm originally from Parkston, South Dakota, and uh, uh, I've been practicing law for a long time now. It's been over 30 years. Time goes by fast when you're having fun. But um, I went to law school at the University of Kansas, and then I, I went to uh, New York University and received a master's degree in tax law from, from NYU's law school. And I've been practicing in, in the estate planning area and this general business area for since I've gotten out of law school. And a, a lot of my work over the years has encompassed um, estate planning and coinciding with that, of course, is, is, is charitable uh, planning as well. And, and things have changed a lot dramatically over the last uh, 30 years. I mean, with the exemption, the tax law changes and the estate tax exemption uh, changing on a regular basis, uh, you know, the need... Uh, to keep up with uh, the tax laws and what uh, what the estate planning um, what the estate tax laws are uh, is very important and uh, it, and it uh, and it's it's because things have changed dramatically over the years. I mean, when I uh, when I first uh, uh, way back when twenty years ago, the exemption was six hundred thousand dollars per individual. Now, of course, it's $12 million per individual uh, with portability so that a married couple could have, you know, $24 million of assets, net assets without any estate tax. Now, that is going to change or probably will be changing here in the next three years or so. But um, that's what the laws are in the books right now. Great. So... um... What has drawn you to work with the South Dakota Community Foundation as you have those conversations with your donors and your clients, our donors, your clients? I think, I mean, one, the, from what I have been able to observe over the years is that the South Dakota Community Foundation is very well run, a very well run organization. Uh, they have good people. It's a good resource for getting information about different charities. And I've, I've, uh, when I've had questions regarding certain charities or a client might have, for example, certain charitable goals, but doesn't really know the organizations that, that the charitable organizations, uh, 
I've had the South Dakota Community Foundation uh, check on those organizations to and, and check on the names of organizations that fit the, a client's charitable desires. And, and, and the, you know, the, the track record of their investment history is excellent. And, um, and uh, I think as well, uh, the, the, the advent of donor advised funds over the, uh, donor advised funds in the, over the last, you know, 15 years or so has, has, has made the South Dakota Community Foundation and, or, and organizations like that a lot more important because a lot of times there are charities that are smaller charities that don't have their own separate foundation and and what what a donor advised fund does it allows the uh the the client to make a donation to an organization like the South Dakota Community Foundation, and they manage the funds and they distribute out the endowment uh, to various charitable organizations as the clients, clients desire. And, you know, the, the potential problem with a lot of individuals is if they want to, they want to give a $200,000 gift, for example, to, to, a, to a smaller charity that doesn't have a foundation, you know they give they can give that those funds to the the charity but um the charity can go ahead and you know if they don't have their own separate foundation they can just go ahead and, and uh, spend those funds uh in year one and and a lot, a lot of times people want a gift to have a lasting effect and and uh and and really a donor advised funds real uh, fund really accomplishes that because it can it can just spin off and the income or you know 4.5 percent distribution per year to to those charities and without the risk of, of of the charity getting access to the entirety of the of the gift and and spending it in all in you know in one or two years Great. so that's that's another that's another advantage of the of, of the south dakota community foundation and i know that you are a proponent of um you know, those donor advised funds and the perpetual gifts. And I think you've done a really great job explaining that to your clients so that they're prepared to take that step into charitable giving. Um, so over the last 30 years that you've been practicing, um, is there a particular project that has been memorable to you in working with your, your clients that become donors? I, there's one one file that I've, I've well there, there there have been a number of files that I've enjoyed working with uh, cl clients and and making di distributions to charities. The the rewarding part though is is I in my opinion is seeing the joy of people donating while they're alive and seeing the fruits of their their charitable gifts. Uh, you know, it's one thing to leave everything, you know, to a, or leave a, a big bequest to a charity when you're deceased, but you're dead, you know, and you don't see the fruits of of of, of the the charitable gift. And I, I this was a number of years ago, and it was a private foundation. So I, I'm not a big advocate of private foundations because there are a lot of a lot of um, uh, issues associated with private foundations as far as the administration costs. Uh, there are certain 
uh, a lot of IRS really looks um, a lot at, at private foundations because a lot of times they are abused. But I had a client, uh, uh, this is probably 10, 15 years ago, who really had a specific desire to to uh, uh, to help uh, to to give a, a significant portion of, of uh, his estate to to a community and didn't want to use other means. So he, we did set up uh, a private foundation, and they, the intent was that that he was going to. The initial intent was that it was not going to be really funded until until the client passed away, and there was going to be a significant amount of funds upon this client's death that would go to that private foundation but i after we get, got the foundation set up you know he his estate grew in value and so i encouraged him why don't we why don't you make a gift to the to this foundation that you've already set up and he had a, a board of directors he had some specific ideas in mind as to who the people in that community who would be able to serve or who he'd like to see serve on that board so I encouraged him to, to, to make a gift and he made a gift and he made another gift and he made another gift. And every time I've seen the visitor met with the client since he started making significant gifts to this foundation uh, during his lifetime, he thanks me for encouraging him to make those gifts during his lifetime because he really enjoys seeing how the community benefits from from you know his gifts and if he had waited to fund this until he passed away he would have never enjoyed uh, though seeing those the the fruits of his labor and 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 he really enjoys seeing that and I think that's the thing that that I've found uh, over the course of thirty years is that you know it's one thing to to, to give things to charity, give your assets to charity or a portion of your assets to charity when you pass away. But I see a lot of people get enjoyment out of seeing the charity and seeing how they handle things and, and seeing what good their funds can do, um, you know, by gifting during your lifetime. We, we really like that too. I, I think it's really great to have those donors learn about uh, what their gift is doing, like you said, and how the people respond to it, you know, lives that are changed. And so we really love that as well. Why do you think it's so important to have this charitable conversation when you're working with clients that um, are working on an estate plan? Well, I think and it's not necessarily a conversation you have with every client. I mean, there, if a client, a client needs to have some charitable desires, I think. And if the client does express those charitable desires, then I think it's important to, to and then that opens the door to have a lot more thorough uh, discussion as far as uh, what the opportunities are for, for charitable uh donations and and there's so many so many vehicles that can get get really complicated i mean the types of charitable giving that you can do whether it's a you know a donor advised fund which we've talked about uh charitable remainder unit trust charitable annuity trusts uh, uh private foundations so there's so many ways and to to give to 
to charity. And that's another uh, good reason to have the expertise of the South Dakota Community Foundation. You have the knowledge and you have the, you know where to look for very specific questions on on very complicated uh, topics like that. And they, it can get very complicated when you're, you're talking about different charitable vehicles. And if there are tax issues involved, if you have a significant estate or if there's uh, if you know if there's going to be estate taxes upon the death of both spouses, and I mean that gives you a, a real good opportunity to discuss ways in which uh, rather than uh, estate taxes flowing to the to the IRS at, at the death of both the husband and wife, that um, why not can have some control of that why not why not try to benefit charities in the community versus, you know, sending, sending a, a significant check to the Internal Revenue Service. So, and a lot of times people uh, like that, uh, like those options to, to explore when you have estate tax uh, issues like that. You know, if, if someone doesn't, I mean, I, I don't like to have the, 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 the tax, uh, you know, I don't like to have the tail wave the dog though. I, I like, I mean, I think that it's important that the chair, the client does have some charitable desires. I, I don't think it should be entirely tax driven. And, and, um, but, um, th th those are the, th those, those are the, uh, opportunities though. I think that the, the tax issues do present an opportunity to, to, to open the door for discussions on charities. Have you encountered any challenges as you're working on estate plans, uh, charitable giving, um, anything that comes to mind? Tax law changes for one. <laughs> the estate tax law changes all the time. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, income tax laws change all the time. I mean, now it's so difficult to itemize on your personal returns. And I, you know, I, so it's always tax law changes present uh, all kinds of challenges uh, to, to uh, a state or to charitable planning and the complexity. I mean, it's just, you're dealing with a lot of, uh, depending on, you know, if you're just writing a check or, or transferring some shares of uh, Amazon stock to a charity, to a charity uh, then it's not that big of a deal, but you, you start getting into um, the complex vehicles of remainder trusts and annuity trusts. And I mean, it can get really complicated. And, and, uh, and another thing is just, it's another, uh, and this is overall in the estate planning, right? Is that this is an easy thing to put off and, and, you know, people don't like to think about dying they don't like to think about a lot of bad things. And, and a lot of times when you go see a lawyer, the lawyer is going to pay for their time. You're going to have to pay for the lawyer's time and it's expensive. And, and um, people don't like thinking about, you know, well, how should I do this at my death? Because it's not, it's not much fun. So it's an easy topic to delay uh, if you're a procrastinator. And uh, so that's, that sometimes is a challenge too. So as a professional advisor, what would you like people to know about the South Dakota Community Foundation? Just the benefits of the Community Foundation. The, the South Dakota Community Foundation has expertise 
They do a fantastic job. Their investment track record is very good. And just getting knowledge of, of, of different ways you can approach, you know, what your chair to accomplish your charitable desires. I think that it, it's a very valuable resource to, to individuals who have charitable, charitable intentions. And I think, uh, and, you know, if you go to a, a lot of times, I don't, a lot of times the, the community foundation can give a lot of the same information and do research on things as far as options and things. And, and you're not necessarily paying by, an, by the, you know, the client's not paying you by the hour. They're paying me by the hour. So right. a, a lot of times you can, you can maximize in terms of having some of the legwork done and getting some of the information from, from an organi organization like the Community Foundation and not having to pay for it up front like you do with uh, going to a, a, a professional. You still need to have the professional involved a lot of times, but uh, a lot of times uh, uh, your organization can assist in doing some of the, some of the, getting some of the background information. Great, good. So is there anything that you can say inspires you about philanthropy in South Dakota? Oh, I mean, there are a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting things I've handled for, and it just the, it's good to see people who want to help other people and want to help other, whether it be individuals or, you know, abused children or abused animals or homeless animals. I mean, there's so many, there's so many good causes out there. And I, I had a situation, this was a probably seven, eight years ago. I mean, I had an elderly client who, who had one child who had some, some serious issues, but I mean, this, this woman uh, probably would, uh, you would not have I mean, she, she didn't, you know, I mean, she lived a very frugal life, didn't have, uh, lived in her apartment when she passed away, but no one would have known that she was worth millions of dollars. And, and, and uh, it was just a night, I mean, when she passed away, her entire estate went to charity, to the charity that, um, that uh, helped uh, her child and her handicapped child. And, I mean, it was millions of dollars. It's the largest gift ever made to this particular charity. And no one in the world would have realized this woman was worth that kind of money. But I mean, it's just such a nice story to, you know, to see how, uh, see people when, that people can be really very generous and very, very caring. And, and I think uh, from my past experience, a lot of the times the people who, who have charitable desires really you know, and want to char benefit charities with donations at their death or during their lifetime. They said they tend to be a lot more. They tend to be really positive people. I mean, they they want to really help. They want to help the for the common good, and I, I like to see that. And there are a lot of good stories like that over the years that I've had the opportunity to to witness firsthand. And they do say that people that give are happier people. So. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can partner with the South Dakota Community Foundation to bring your charitable goals to life, 
please find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or visit our website at www.sdcommunityfoundation.org.